It's time for Lake Hits Happenings on Lake Hits 95, a Lake City public service program brought to you by Bruce Carlstrom Estate and Trust Services. Here's Bruce Carlstrom. Good Friday morning, everyone. Bruce Carlstrom with you once again for Lake Hits Happenings each and every Friday morning at this time. My guest today is Lisa Quest. She is the park manager of Hoaxilla Park, one of Lake City's hidden gems. Lisa, welcome to Lake Hits Happenings. Welcome to Lake City. You're relatively new to Hoaxilla Park. I sure am, yes, and it's been a good journey so far. I've really enjoyed coming into the Lake City community and being a part of Hoaxilla. Now, when was your first visit to Hoaxilla Park? My first visit was probably in early March. And I'd be interested in, what, were, what was your first impression when you walked into Hoaxilla Park or drove into it? Well, I've always been from around the Winona area, and I've driven to the cities, you know, many times, of course, and I've always seen the sign on the side of the road headed north, and I've always wondered about this place, but until I actually drove into the park was I pretty needless to say impressed so it was just as you said a hidden gem discovered and I was really excited for for the opportunity of being the park manager and what that held for me so uh, it's been it's been great well here's a list of things that you can do at Hoaxilla Park there's tent camping there's camping cabins there's building rentals there's place for picnics beach use trail use large groups come out there and do retreats and that sort of thing how have your numbers been in now your first year wrapping up at Hoaxilla Park this is all new for me but just going off of the previous park manager Joanne's experience and what she relayed to me you know this has been a popular park for many families for like a lot of a lot of the campers that come like 20 30 years plus I do understand that uh, the park was shut down for COVID for a couple years. So I can't take too much credit for how popular it was last year because it was great um, because people are coming out more and more now after COVID. We had a great show up. So You had a great year and we mentioned that there's tent camping. Yes. And and if you were thinking of pulling a big RV in there, (laughs) this is not the place for you because there is no such RV parking at Hoaxilla Park. Tell us a little bit about what the average camper should know about Hoaxilla Park, the rules and that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, think about taking a step maybe back in time. <laughs> not totally, we're not totally completely rustic. Uh, you know, some people do know our history of being a, an old Boy Scout camp. And, and a part of the agreement when the city bought this this property is that they keep it rustic tent camping. And, you know, people love it and hate it. Most people love it. And that we don't allow cars into, you know, beyond the gates into the camping areas of the park and, and the day use areas of the park. Um, which, like I said, it's, it's just a safer environment, and it kind of makes that can- tent camping experience more enjoyable. I would definitely encourage people to bring their bikes. There's no electricity at any of the sites. We have a kind of diverse uh, landscape for tent camping options. So we have more open areas, and then we have some sites that are more private. We can accommodate large groups of campers. Uh, and we have prime real estate right on the banks of Lake Pepin. Beautiful place to go camping. Now, how many acres is Hoaxilla Park? It's 250 acres. 250 acres, and it is really beautiful. Uh, I, I get out there and I go for a walk. We snowshoe in the winter there. In fact, we were out there with our granddaughter to your little play park area. Mm-hmm. And, and whenever I'm out there, I'm not the only one. There's a yeah. lot of people there. 
So you said your numbers have been good, and people, uh, the tent campers love being out there, the fact that there's no other vehicles running around. But for someone like me who considers a holiday and roughing it, what is my option out there? Well, we get a lot of RVs that pull in, and unfortunately I have to send them somewhere else. But before that, I usually try to encourage them um, and educate them about our camper cabins, which is just a step up from tent camping, maybe a couple steps up from tent camping. It's an enclosed cabin. They were designed to look and feel a lot like state cabins. I don't know if you've visited any state parks, but still rustic, no running water, no bathrooms in there, but it provides um, really cute, quaint, cozy shelter. Uh, there's two queen beds with two twins, uh, uh, twin bunks on top, so they can sleep six. Uh, there's a picnic table in there. There's electricity in there. There's heat and air conditioning. So, you know, we can accommodate the the ones that, you know, maybe don't want to sleep on the ground. So there's your hotel. Mm-hmm, it's exactly. It's like a large, just like a hotel room with mm-hmm. the beds, and uh, that's what you're going to be doing there. It's a People would say, well, there's no place to change. And there's, well, wh- what did you do when you were tent camping? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. So, mm-hmm. and how many, how many cabins do you have now? We have six cabins. We have okay. six cabins and they were added to the park over the course of probably the last 10 years, a seven, seven-ish years, I believe. And they did them in two sets, three, and then added the other three. And I will tell you that they are our biggest call for right now. The most people reserve the cabins. They're, they're always booked typically every every weekend of the, of the camping season. I would so. imagine the people who booked it this year have already reserved it for next year. Yeah, I would say we're probably for the weekends, which again is the most popular time during the camping season we are probably 30 to 40 percent booked for the cabins and the other prime tent camping spots in the park we're about the same booking rate people love our park it's a great park and there's all kinds of things to do now if you're going to rent a camping spot if you're going to rent the camping camping cabin obviously there's going to be some charges there you have just a marvelous pavilion mm-hmm. a dining hall with mm-hmm. two different sections on it so you rent those out to groups and companies that want to have a retreat but there's a lot of cool things that are just free such as you got a great beach unlike Pepin Mm -hmm. you have uh, great picnic areas no cost to go and have a picnic Mm -hmm. there you have bathroom facilities right handy Mm -hmm. that's nice and the trails I mentioned before that I like to just get out and walk the trails and how many miles of trails I'm gonna stump you here oh boy that's a good one well I know from end to end which is on the main road there's two loops and a main road that connects the two loops from end to end it's a mile and then we have various other trails I can tell you that I don't actually know how many miles of trails we have and we're talking these aren't hiking trails because I know we get a lot of people that come through and say where can we hike I these are nature leisure walking trails um, but you know i will tell you a lot of people they come out to walk the trails but they uh we get a lot of dogs but we are dog friendly park we do ask that you keep your your pets leashed and that you clean up after your pets but a lot of families like to come out and it's a great place for dogs and just people in general to come out and get some exercise well, you mentioned that you get your camping cabins uh, filled up pretty quickly. Same with the tent camping. Are there weekends most of the things are already taken? I would say yes. Um, we have some hot spots, which are uh, generally all of our lake 
view sites that are right now the majority of the time they're booked every camping weekend but we have lots of availability during the week we're still trying to figure out how to get more campers coming in during the week of this you know the summers so that's something that we we will continue to to work on but um yeah, during the weekends, they're they're booked. So your first summer here, you would say that Hoaxilla Park had a successful year. Is that correct? Yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make uh, make it even better for next year. If I wanted to find out more information, if I wanted to contact you, uh, do you have a website or yes. Facebook or just telephone number to call? Hoaxillapark.org is the best place to start on there. We have our other contact information. There's an email address, which will come to me, and phone numbers on there, which will also come to me. So even though it's an off-season, I'm still available to contact for questions or bookings. The website is closed to book online as of right now because of the season. We've, we're doing a lot of back-end changes, uh, updates to the website, and our reservation system. I'm thinking that we will be back open for taking online reservations I would imagine by January this is my again my first year doing uh, working on that end of things but you could call me or email me if you're if you're still interested and, in and you'll write down their name and number and Absolutely. you can get a hold of them once you know a little bit more it's, yes it's a seasonal transition right now correct well thank you Lisa for being here that was Lisa Quest she is mm-hmm. the park manager of Hoaxilla Park one of Lake City's hidden gems thanks for listening to Lake Hits Happenings Thank you for joining Lake Hits Happenings brought to you by Bruce Carlstrom Estate and Trust Services on Lake Hits 95.